We're continuing the Shir in Ishtabchus Hanefesh. We're still in the middle of the introduction. This is the ninth Shir on the introduction. In our versions, it's page Chof Gimel in the middle. Oid Shom, an additional item that's mentioned over there in Sicho Saran, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, chapter 164. Gam Kishayotso Kehilas Koidesh Uman. In addition, when Rabbi Nachman left the city of Breslov and he moved to the city of Uman, which was very close to the time that he passed away. We know that he passed away six months after he moved to Uman. He had already achieved tremendous, tremendous spiritual heights, Kim of Warkvar. Gam Shom Hoyoloi Hispoidus Harbe Moid. And still he continued to have a lot of lot of Hispoidus, to spend a lot of time and effort speaking to Hashem, begging Hashem to bring him close. Upamachas Nichnas Habalabais Shedora Benazal Etzloi Bishenus Shomba Uman. One time, the owner of the house, which Rabbein was renting, walked in on him, and in the apartment that Rabbein was renting, there was a room, a private room that Rabbein used, which the owner of the house had, had a, a, the ability to enter into that room also. And the owner of the house walked in suddenly to the room. He didn't realize that Rabbein was there and he didn't realize he was busy. And he saw Rabbein lying on the, on the floor, prostrate with his hands spread out like pleading to Hashem. Despite the fact that at that time, Rabbein was very, very weak. He had been suffering from tuberculosis for two and a half years already. He, he was living by miracle at the time. The doctors had said he was going to pass away way before that. It looked like he was going to pass out at any time. Despite that, he didn't let up, and he still continued his simple devotion to Hashem, speaking to Hashem in his own words, pleading with Hashem all the time to bring him close. Vishamati, Rab Nosenzal writes, I heard, Sheomar Besoif Yomov, that Rabbi Nosenzal said in his later years, had I known in my youth, as much as I know now what a Jew can achieve through his spiritus, I would not have destroyed my body with fasts and accepting upon myself all kinds of other physical suffering. We know that during the Arizal's time in the 1500s and earlier generations, there were many tzaddikim who accepted upon themselves physical suffering 
in order to elevate their neshamas. Sometimes they did it to atone for the sins of Bnei Israel, and sometimes they did it in order to achieve spiritual elevation, because we know that the body and the soul are like on opposite ends of a seesaw. The more a person caters to the body, the more they're lessening the ability for the soul to soar. And the more one caters to the soul, the more a person accentuates the soul, the more they end up lessening their, their devotion to, to the body, to the physical. So here, Rabbi Nezal said that during his youth, he had done a lot of fasting and other devotions that involved physical suffering. And he said that had he known at that time what he learned later on in life, the incredible, incredible effectiveness of Hispoidus, he would not have hurt his body. He would not have accepted those kinds of things upon himself, fasting and other suffering. Vaklal, the fact is, that he didn't stop. He never stopped. He never rested, even when he had already achieved greatness. Even though he achieved very high levels in understanding Hashem, in Torah, he never allowed himself to be satisfied with whatever levels he achieved. The Torah, the Yoga, he kept trying and struggling to go higher and higher. And he poured on a multitude of tfilois and pleading and begging Hashem and yearning to an incredible degree until he got to a higher level, to the next level. And as soon as he achieved this new level that he was trying to get to, and he was happy a little bit about this achievement, as soon as he got there, he, he forgot, he negated the past completely. And he started new. He started brand new yearning to go higher, to get close to Hashem. Like a person who's just starting to be religious, like a person who, who's never been religious in his life and he's just starting out. That's the kind of enthusiasm that Rabbi Nachman showed each time he achieved a higher level. He was satisfied for a moment and then he erased it from his mind you know, started over again, fresh, new, trying to go higher and higher. At times, we would actually hear him say, He would say with deep feelings of yearning, how is one Zoycha to be a good Jew? How could a person be Zoycha to be a real, true Jew? And he said this with the utmost of sincerity. As if he hadn't even begun to, to, to serve Hashem. And he poured on, he kept pouring on more and more 
pleading and begging Hashem and all kinds of negotiations, arguing, trying to, to negotiate with Hashem that Hashem should help him, why Hashem has to bring him close, until he got to the next level. And this is how he kept trying to continue getting closer and closer to Hashem. This continued, until in the end he achieved so high a level, to the point where it became impossible to go any higher while he was still in human form, with a human body. And that's why he had to pass away at that point in time. Even though he was a young man, he was 38 years old. Just like the Arizal, just like Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, they also passed away at that age. The Omar Bezoi Haloshin, Rabbein Azal said the following words, Ich gegeren dos hemdel oisketon. I am very ready to strip myself of my shirt, meaning the body, to remove the shirt. Because I cannot accept staying, remaining on one level. I have to keep moving. I have to keep going up. And he understood that at that point, the only way he would be able to go to, to attain a higher spiritual level would be if he were to leave the body behind. And despite the fact that he achieved what he achieved, when he would speak to Hashem, he would speak to Hashem with the utmost of humility and simplicity, like a simple, simple Jew asking his daddy to, to help him and to bring him close to him. As is discussed in the the book Chaim Oran that discusses his life, in the second in the section that speaks about Yegiosoi Viterchosei Bavodas Hashem, chapter paragraph ten. Asher pamachas shualoisoi echod mibnei hanurim haktanim eich lehispoyed. There it describes an incident an incident where there was a young man, a young boy, maybe a teenager, who asked Rabbeinazal. Teach me how to have his spiritus. And Rabbein Azal taught him to say, Hashem, please have Rachmanus on me. Please bring me close to you. Is it proper, is it right that my days should go by wasted without accomplishing anything? Without growing spiritually, is this what I was created for? Just to be like a, a behemoth, eating and sleeping and working without really achieving any spiritual growth? In Yiddish, he said, is, is, it, is it right that this is how the world should pass me by? Is this what I was created for? Just to be like a like a machine, like a like a, a an animal? A short while later, this young man was standing outside the room where Rabbeinazal was, 
ושומע שרבנו זל בעצמו שופך אצלי בואי לפני השם יזבורך בדיבורים אלו. And he heard Rabbein Azal speaking to Hashem and saying these words, that this was his own personal hispoidus. He was talking to Hashem as if he hasn't achieved, as if he's not that religious yet, and he wants to become religious, he wants to become close, and he's begging Hashem to show him how to do it. We'll just start this piece. It's a little bit long. And so too, right after Rabbein Azal gave the Shir and Likut Imran, which is based on the last Pasuk in chapter 119 in Tehillim, the large chapter in Tehillim, where that Pasuk says, Dovra Melech says to Hashem, To'isi kese oiveid. Hashem, I'm wandering around like a lost sheep. Bakesh avdecho. Hashem, seek out your servant. Ki mitzvoisecho loishochochti because I have not yet forgotten your mitzvahs completely. This is what Dovar HaMelech says there at the end of chapter 119 in Tehillim. Shepirishom, Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likut Imran, Shashem Yisborach, Darkoi, Likroi, Sesodom, Tekef, Kishiroya, Shehutoya, Miderach HaSechel. That Hashem usually calls out to a person, Immediately, when Hashem sees that the person is wandering away from the proper path, from the proper intelligent path, yesh shekoyroi b'remiza, there are those who Hashem calls out to them by a hint. Hashem hints to them; He tries to send them a little message. Ve'yesh bekriyomamish, there are those who Hashem actually calls out to. Hashem has His ways of sending the person a real message. And there are those who Hashem gives him a kick in the pants, or he gives him a zetz. Because the Zohar HaKadosh says that the Torah cries out to the Jews. How long will you fools enjoy your foolishness? How long are you going to keep fooling around you know, and playing, wasting your lives? And when it says that the Torah calls out to the person, it means Hashem calls out to the person. The Torah is Hashem. Hashem himself calls out to the people, pleading with them, begging them to return to him. And therefore, so long as the person hasn't yet gone far off the righteous path, it's still relatively easy for the person to return to Hashem. Because he still recognizes Hashem's voice, you know, meaning he still can feel, he can still recognize when Hashem is tugging on the reins. He recognizes the sound of Hashem and the Torah, Verogil boy. He's, he's used to it. He knows that, that sound. Because it wasn't that long ago that he was close to Hashem, that this person was, was religious and he had this religious devotion. And therefore, he was listening to Hashem. And therefore, he hasn't yet forgotten, you know, the sound of Hashem's voice. 
you know, in how, how Hashem is reaching out to him. And therefore, it's still relatively easy for the person to return. This is like the, the parable that Rabbi Nezal gives there about a shepherd. When one of the sheep wanders away from the flock, so the shepherd whistles to him or he calls out to the sheep and the sheep recognizes the call. If the sheep hasn't wandered far away, it hasn't drifted far away, he recognizes the sound of the voice of the shepherd, and he immediately comes running back. However, if the sheep has drifted far away, he, he already forgot the sound of the shepherd's whistle or the shepherd's cry. He doesn't recognize him. And so too the shepherd has given up his search for the sheep. Because it's been a long time already since he's seen the sheep. The sheep, you know, got lost a long time ago. Cain, so too. When a, when a person has already been going along a path, or an improper kind of path, for a long time, and the person has wandered away from the right path for you know a, a while, and, and going on wrong, all kinds of wrong paths, away from Hashem, drifting away from Hashem, oz kosheloi loshuv then it's, it's difficult for the person to come back. And this is what the Pesach means there when Dovar HaMel says to Hashem, I'm wandering away. I'm wand- I've wandered away like a sheep, like a lost sheep. I've wandered away like a sheep that's gone off the path, that's drifted away from its flock. Therefore, I'm begging you, Hashem, seek out your servant because I have not forgotten your mitzvahs. Meaning, Hashem, seek me out while I still recognize your voice, while I still remember you. I haven't yet forgotten the sound of the Torah, the sound of the mitzvahs, the sound of your beckoning. Ayin Shom, look over there at that chapter on Likut Imran, chapter 206 in Likut Imran. The Kosov Besefer Chayim Oharan, and Rab Nosson Zal writes in Chayim Oharan, Shebesho Shegila Admor Zal, that at the time that Rabbein Zal gave this shir, which is, you know, when he was already later on in his life, Omar L'Talmidi HaKodesh Rav Rab Nosson Zal, Rabbein Zal said to his close student Rab Nosson Zal, that this chapter on Likut Imran, this is how he is expressing himself to Hashem. This is what Rabbi Nezal himself was working on at the time, pleading with Hashem to seek out this lost sheep, to seek him out and to, to bring him close to him.